Welcome back to the innermost vault of the Goblin Catacombs. Episode 46. Decisions, Decisions. Slurp Winter Knuckles and Hazel Peachwood watch Wolf's shadow disappear, and then they hear the confrontation between the grizzled warrior and Gretchen's rabble of ne'er-do-wells. A clamor resounds throughout the vaults, the flip-flip-flipping of flying bat-winged toads. The cackling of the fool. <laughs> the argle-bargle of goblins. <laughs> the audible thumps of wolf crushing the rabble with the witch's hammer. <laughs> Get away from me, you little bugger! Men, worst of all, they hear Gretchen's hex. Up-ended tails and a lopsided gut. Matted beards and horns that butt, cud and hooves and bleating cries, become the beast with slit-like eyes. A gust of wind drowns out the clamor when it blows into the innermost vault, knocking Slurp and Hazel on their backsides, the former clinging to a frayed rope the latter to a rusty chain to keep from plunging into the river of no return below. Turning their eyes back to the vault entrance, everything goes silent. Until they see Wolf's shadow against the corridor wall again, this time falling to his knees. His hands and feet turn to hooves. His head grows horns. His body spouts hair. No! 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 (laughs) And his screaming, grunting voice begins to bleat. (laughs) All of which Hazel sees in the shadow Wolf casts on the wall. Filled with dread, Hazel fails to react when Slurp jumps behind her and takes hold of her wrists. Gretchen! Let go of me! I have Hazel Peachwood! You won't get one drop! Keep your dust! Gretchen will fill my belly the rest of my days if I give you to- This is the sound Slurp's belly makes when it's met with billy goat horns. Three-legged goat or not, Wolf isn't about to let Slurp get over on Hazel. As Slurp's moonstruck by the prospect of mountains of fairy dust, Wolf gallops into the innermost vault. And then he rams Slurp so hard that the nasty little goblin flies a solid grompus giant pace directly into the pyramidal catacomb, knocking him even more senseless than he already is. Before Hazel can so much as offer Wolf a neck scrub, the vault fills with goblins and tuxedo-wearing bat-winged toads. <laughs> The rabble led by Gretchen, who stands at the vault door with Snook at her side. Well, Hazel Peachwood, I'm guessing you remember me now. (laughs) Fetch. At that command, the rabble begins its pursuit. Wolf glances at Hazel, bleats. Then, with a cloven hoof and a trusty wooden leg, kicks a bat-winged toad and rams a goblin. Still protecting Hazel, still honoring his vow. 
He bleats at Hazel again and cranes his neck, almost like he's gesturing. And then he kicks a few more goblins, rams another bat-winged toad, and gestures again, as if telling her to make a move. Surely, Hazel thinks, he can't mean for her to jump in the river of no return. I don't know what you're saying! But Wolf bleats a third time and nudges her toward the edge of the platform. (laughs) Then he rushes to deliver a few more kicks and rams to keep the rabble at bay. But the goblins and toads are too many. They pile atop him. Wolf bleats desperately, not a cry for help, but to ensure that his sacrifice is not all for naught. A plea for Hazel to flee, to take her chances in the river of no return. Hazel, being Hazel, of course, has no intention of leaving Wolf to be torn to mutton. She clutches the witch's hammer, ready to come to his aid, and advances toward the rabble until... Hazel! Gretchen's voice ceases all of the melee. All eyes go to her. Lay down the bones, and I'll not let these dregs cook Wolf for dinner. Hazel knows better than to trust a witch. But the sight of Wolf overtaken by goblins and toads overwhelms her with guilt. And guilt often trounces better judgment. If I do, will you turn him back into a man? Of course I will. <laughs> oh, not a whole man. Part of a man, maybe. Part man, part tree stump, that is. It's your decision, Hazel Peachwood. But really it isn't. She doesn't have time to decide before Wolf kicks off his captors and lunges at Hazel, ramming her and sending her plummeting from the platform. The last thing she sees as she plunges into the bitter cold waters of the River of No Return is Wolf's horned head and bearded face, relieved, hopeful even, as it becomes lost in the rabble of goblins and toads. Thanks for listening. On the next Cobbler's Gulch. Utter devastation. In the meantime, it's a good idea to identify your convictions. Goblins and witches and fools and tuxedo-wearing bat-winged toads will always be coming for you, in some form or another. If you want any chance at all, it's best to know what your values are. Short of that, it's good to have a wise old-timer who will throw you off the cliff when you need to be thrown off whatever cliff you're standing on.